I'm Chris Lindstrom, and this is the Food About Town podcast. This week's episode is brought to you by the Food About Town YouTube page. I've got two videos up right now, one with the good people at Tandoor of India, and one from the podcast I recorded with Rory Vangrel from Ugly Duck Coffee. Hoping to do a lot more in the future, so check out Food About Town on YouTube. In episode 52 of the Food About Town podcast, I talked with the good people from Split Batch Coffee, John Mervine, Wade Reed, and Jared Foster. We had a bit of a fun time that evening. Uh, we sampled a few beers, and we just had a ton of laughs. We got to hear some of the history of Split Batch, um, why they're doing what they're doing. And I think we're going to have the guys on a couple more times as the build-out happens. So whenever you see Split Batch around town, make sure to go and check them out. And you can also follow them on social media, uh, Split Batch on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. And it's really interesting what they're doing using coffee as a real ingredient in beer. And they're going to have an interesting food program as well. So um, I hope you enjoy this podcast. There's a lot of laughs. It definitely got a little sillier than we usually do, but we all had a great time. So if you like this episode, please share it out on social media and let me know what you think. And you can find me at Stromy on Twitter and Instagram or Food About Town on Facebook. Thanks, everyone. So we, we've gone through eight think? seconds of podcast, and I think All we've right. already broken everybody. Good. <laughs> so I'm here with the fine gentleman from Split Batch. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hi. Hello. Look at that. If this was stereo, you could hear them moving around the room, but it's not, so you're not that lucky. Um, <laughs> why don't you introduce yourselves, and we'll start from my left. That's you, John. Thank you, Chris. <laughs> uh, John Mervine, uh, one of the co-founders of Split Batch. I'm a dear advocate, or you're a dear advocate. I'm a dear advocate. <laughs> <laughs> really, in, really, really into venison meat. I got it. Oh, Fantastic. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, let's move on to Wade. I'm Wade Reed. Um, on the way here, a deer ran in front of my car as I was getting on the interstate. Well, that's really nice of him. That's I advocate my... that. <laughs> <laughs> you put him up to it. Uh, so I'm also a co-founder of Split Batch. I've been a coffee roaster for the last five years. And um, I'm just super excited to get to you know, find out just how weird the three of us can be <laughs> with these two awesome products. That sounds great. Really be a part of what's going on in beverage in Rochester right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. And we'll obviously talk a little bit more about what this is about once we stop laughing and Jared stops being ridiculous oh, over there. We're gonna be here so um, national security risk. Well, I don't get to can say you, who I am. Well, I'm, I'm introducing you. Oh, right. so <laughs> go, Mr. Yes. National Security Risk over there. Can, can you introduce yourself? 
Oh, I guess so. <laughs> I'm I'm Jared Foster. I'm also co-founder, partner. Are we partners, right? No, we're not partners. No. Oh, we're no. not we're partners. partners. We're no. not partners. No. Uh, of Split We are members. That's right. Members. We are all one Co-founding member. members of Split <laughs> We are all a member. Um, <laughs> I have no fun deer facts. But you're wearing a camo hat. you got to have something. Ducks? I told you to bring deer that. facts. Did you try? Well, I It was part of the agenda. Deer. Bring forgot, the deer I facts. Forgot them. I forgot the deer facts. Can you sing some deer tick for us? <gasps> I know you know them. Never heard of them. God. <laughs> Wow, this is falling apart already. Oh, it's crumbling. <laughs> so I'm going to give Jared the first chance oh, to God. introduce what Split Batch is. Oh, what do I And you can wor- work on it in- together if you want. This oh, is a group we exercise. Are, we are a big team group. Yeah, team, the team group. <laughs> uh, Go team group. Go team group. So we are team group Split Batch. Um, we are going to be specializing in making coffee and beer in one beverage, I guess. So we have Wade roasting our coffee and John brewing our beer. Um, and we just want to marry them together forever. John. Oh. <laughs> I, I, you know, we'll, we'll stand there and preside over the ceremony and, and marry them. Um, yeah, I, I think our, our main goal uh, is to kind of make coffee the fifth ingredient. You know, I think... Most most people out there in Radioland know that the four ingredients in beer, water, barley, hops, yeast, but uh, you know, I think it's something that we strive to do is adding coffee as the fifth one and not just have it be a flavor. So consistently across the board, coffee in <clears throat> coffee um, in what you're doing, or is this sort of... That's so, one of the things I wanted to learn a little bit about is, I mean, obviously this we're in the early stages and we're going to talk about that more as we move on, but... You know, is that is it going to be consistent? Is it always coffee? Is it moving around and trying different things? No, it's. I think it's definitely the latter. It's definitely moving around, trying different things. I, I think we have three really great personalities, as the first three minutes have alluded to, <laughs> but we also have uh, three great minds to kind of do the project together. Um, you know, so I think taking more of like a culinary approach to it, you know, um, and really playing around with flavors. I think that's the beauty of having a, a brewery. A microbrewery and a specialty coffee roaster and, you know, a, a kitchen all in one. And you can really play on all the flavors that all three of us produce. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about the coffee part of that. So, obviously, you know, so, John, we'll, we'll get into a little bit of personal history here because I think this is a good opportunity to see where everybody came from. But from the coffee side of things, Wade, what's the what's the interaction? What's that goal as part of this? I think the goal of the coffee program separate from the beer is accessibility, um, is to take what it is we love about coffee and to really work our asses off behind the scenes so that people can enjoy it however they want once you come to the bar. Um, And to just, I mean, we're going to be in the St. Paul Quarter. We're looking to revitalize that area. Um, That's a big part of what we're doing after winning the retailing competition. And so... That is a commuter area. Uh, you have two main thoroughfares kind of meeting, two main thoroughfares into the city meeting down there. So what we want to be able to do is meet that crowd that isn't necessarily going to come in and want to think about that cup of coffee every time. Um, and we want to make it approachable. So I've done everything I can to give you a quality beverage, whether you ever realize it or not. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Just drink it. Enjoy it and enjoy the rest of your day if that's what you want to do. Because 
I think when you establish that trust, um, that's when that kind of community that we're hoping to see happen down there is going to happen. Vis-a-vis so, beer, though, it's a little bit of a different, It's as John alluded to, it's a little bit of a different goal. It's, it's to take something that's traditionally been looked at in beer as just a flavoring. Like there's a coffee flavor note, and it kind of denotes bitterness. It kind of denotes sweetness. It kind of denotes roastiness. Um, and to just explode it into a category, like this whole category of what is coffee capable of. You know, over the last 20, 30 years, specialty coffee's made huge strides in understanding the flavor potential of coffee. And so how do we harness that, put it in beer, and then as that fifth ingredient, how do we just enhance that beer tasting experience? So in a way, it's it's a two-headed monster <laughs> that the more I try to wrap my head around it, the more I'm like, I, I have to learn to let it kind of take me where it's going to take me. And so far, <laughs> you know, I think everywhere it takes us, we have some fun, but we also kind of step back and go wow this is this there's really something here like this concept has legs it is really gonna move so. well i think that's a good point too i mean that diversity of <clears throat> switching between the three different disciplines <coughs> being able to play amongst each other you know play play with yourself Excuse and me. also play with each other this is a family show <laughs> <laughs> i mean we are all members where did yeah. the deer come in <laughs> <laughs> but i think that that's i think that's a great thing <laughs> The great thing, what we're talking about here is you're able to do coffee and beer together. You're able to do beer. You're able to do coffee. You're able to do food. But trying to put it all together, I think, especially in one place and in a neighborhood that is kind of lacking in places to be right now. And I actually kind of want to, before we, we'll, we'll talk a lot more about what Split Batch is and everything else. But let's talk about the neighborhood and let's talk about how you got in there. And... um what was that process like going through that? You were going to competition and picking a neighborhood. and <clears throat> I mean, this has kind of been a project we've been working on for quite some time, um, you know, well over a year and whatnot. <clears throat> and, you know, it's kind of, it's been very fortuitous how it's all come together. Um, I think, you know, we, we definitely had some, our eyes set on a few different areas in, in the city. I think, I think we could all agree it was always in the city that this was going to happen. Yeah, no, we didn't want to get out. And uh, and with that being said, so there was definitely a couple key areas. And once we were approached uh, last summer with uh, the retailer competition, um, you know, it was kind of like a put the put the uh, rubber to the pavement and and let it rip. And so when we entered that, you know, we we became one of the finalists, um, you know, in the top ten. And then it started to be a, a vetting process from there. And we just kept winning. <laughs> wow. That it, did it, happen. Yes. I mean, you, you guys remind me so much of prominent politicians. You just keep on winning all day, every day. Just winning and winning, winning. and winning. Yeah. Isn't there a, isn't I'm, a, I'm DJ a Khaled? tired of winning. Uh, you know, I love DJ Khaled. A... <laughs> yeah. You the best. <laughs> you the... Wait, that's Drake. You the, you the best. <laughs> oh, don't, get, don't, don't do the Drake. I'm oh. not going to do Drake. Oh, no, man. The Drake will just go on. Oh, yeah, man. It never ends. Oh. <laughs> not again. <laughs> now I'm excited. We got DJ Khaled. We got Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Raptors out of the playoffs. Move on. Oh, my God. All right. Well, that one, being of, so. one of the cool things, like, you're talking about, John's talking about, like, when we were approached. Yeah. Um, what Retailent had already done in Rochester Young Professionals and, and the Hive Properties and all the partners had already done was a pub crawl through the area. And they had already uh, asked people in the neighborhood, what do you want? And so at every stop, they'd drink some beer, they'd ask some questions, they'd have some, they'd have some community input, and they generated a word cloud and the two biggest it words were coffee. brewery and coffee roaster, or yeah. coffee wow. shop. Coffee shop. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, 
we'd been sitting on this concept for a while and you go on that website and it's like someone made this for us <laughs> like there's no way this just happened but it did and so as we pitched and as we hammered out some of those things that you know we were in concept mode and we hadn't totally hammered out like what would our financials look like how do we project this out and how do we see this growing uh, no it was it was not an easy task no getting that done at all a couple of good all-nighters in there oh, yeah. <laughs> There's nothing like looking at financial numbers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing at looking at financial numbers with no sleep. It, so, it got really yeah. funny because I think at one point we just replaced all our calculators with me just talking until I came up with a number. <laughs> I just yeah. remember doing this a hundred times where I'd be like, talking oh, so that's this. And, the, and you got to subtract. And then if it's plus, and then, and then I'd say a number. And like they just believed me because it was three thirty <laughs> in the morning, and so here we are. Well, I mean, yeah. we had our own motives. It was like, oh, I kind of want to get to bed yeah, before five. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, but but going back to the neighborhood, um, you know, in the city, and I've I've been in Rochester for twelve years. I definitely call it my home. Um, but the city's just got such a. We're, I think we're really on a precipice for uh, something great. Um, there's a lot of good energy down there. There's a lot of creatives. There's a lot of uh, young entrepreneurs. And the St. Paul Quarter, yeah, I, th- I think you're onto something with that, Chris. Like it's it's a little it's been a little underserved for what we're bringing to the table, I guess. To the, <clears throat> but uh, you know we we are at ground zero with with high properties and that for having you know four adjacent storefronts with you know a lot of lock, like-minded individuals, ninety plus apartments above us. So there's kind of like a built-in referral network when it comes to that and customer base. So you're you're in one of the so I'm not so you're are you in one of the new buildings then or is this it's is yep, it new construction new old buildings new old exactly, so re- yeah. renovated building renovated. but it's turning yep, yep. into modern apartments and everything else yeah affordable yeah. loft housing gotcha and, yeah. uh, and a big retail push yeah. being gotcha. For those on Google Maps right now, it's 155 St. Paul. Okay. Um, it's about two doors in from Tapas. It's not a club. <laughs> yes. Google wants you to believe it's a club. Yes, yeah, I like Jared's attitude. We don't want it. We don't want to turn up business opportunities. We don't know already. where this concept's going to take gonna us. Do. Right? Beer, coffee, it's and its own life. Club. I mean, come on. I, yeah. Why can't uh, we sure. just be well, all? Let's just do it all. Yeah. Let, let's just be. Let's, Let, just let's be, not put la- let's not put labels let's on be. it. Let's not even put walls in there. Oh, nope. I like no. that. No. no, no separation. Walls. Just like coffee brewing equipment, kind of wherever use it yourself. Right. Yeah, uh, I think turn the, the bathroom situation might become a little awkward. Oh, okay. Yeah, we would need to dig a hole. Okay. Well, yeah, that's very fun. inclusive, though. Uh, One yeah. bathroom for everybody. Everyone. Yeah. It's just a hole. It really solves that problem that some states have been having. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Oh, are we gonna go winning. There? <laughs> right. So but our socio political section. Uh, <laughs> You can't really avoid it. No, I know it's, it's it's hard to avoid all that stuff right now. But thankfully, we're talking about neighborhood building. We're talking about coffee. We're talking about beer, and MDS, <laughs> like the ground floor of all the antithesis of all that other crap. Right? <laughs> yeah, we're we're talking about the fun stuff. Yeah, and I, I think one of the things when I heard heard the concept was. I guess let, let's talk about coffee beer for a minute. So we, okay. we briefly mentioned coffee beer, and we're actually going to sample some coffee beers here a little bit later. Definitely. Mm. So, and I'm, I'm not saying, hey, these guys are going to solve every problem that's ever been with coffee beer, <laughs> but let's talk about what coffee beer is now. So we mentioned it was a flavor, and typically, I mean, so I've got one here. You got a lot of stouts. You have a lot of heavy beers, and you've got... I mean that's really the style. So we've got a we've got a coffee oatmeal stout. We've got a we've got a an aged beer, an aged porter. Baltic we've got porter. Baltic porter. 
Coffee, coffee cream ale. And like I've got uh, a breakfast stout in the fridge. You know, there's... Heavy. It's, it's, it's a, a lot, lot of, of heaviness. heaviness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's... I mean, it's Which tasty. is still good, which is... Yeah. Absolutely tasty, you know, like but that a lot of well one with, note. With coffee. Yes. Yeah. So, and I think the other thing is treating coffee with its... With a lot of the other flavors in mind is not always on the first mind of the brewers. It's getting the big one note. And beyond that, you're... As I've gone through my specialty coffee journey, <laughs> you, it's all the subtleties is what what counts. So trying to capture all that in in food and brewing mm-hmm. has got to be the really interesting part of this whole thing. I mean, because we've, we've done coffee roasting before. You know, Wade's done great work at Joe Bean. John's done great work with... You were... Well, we'll talk about your history, but you were rock <laughs> brewing. You were rock brewing at the beginning. Correct. Um, so we've done all this separate. And now putting it together, where do you guys see the challenges moving forward? Well, what's funny, too, is we have done it together. I mean, yeah. the, the Joe Bean Rock collaboration, the uh, Antediluvian collab was, I would say, the seed of this whole thing. I've, yeah, I've no, that like, kind of kicked it off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we all probably yeah. at one point just kind of went, what if we just did this <laughs> we all the time? <laughs> we can <laughs> think can together, we, we can drink yeah. together, yeah. we can work day. together. Yeah. Wow, this we're onto something. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, so when you think about like yeah, the proof of concepts already been there. I mean, the mm-hmm. the, the groundwork has has kind of been laid. I mean, provided it was limited, but you know, with the scope of the project then and there at the time that beer was at, the time that coffee was at, you know, I was it was, uh, was I'd say we were doing some really interesting, neat things. Um, but to take that and run with that now in the, in the landscapes of both of the, our respective industries, you know, and, and folded a, a new location. Uh, there's there's a lot more there's a lot of potential uh, you know but sticking with you know there's like you were saying earlier about having you know heavy fatty dark roasty chocolatey fudgy oh, I'm making myself thirsty uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know like you know, dark beers but, you know giving giving the tip of the hat to a lot of styles you know like, like we brought with us today cream ale um, you know pales saisons Belgian goldens uh, wits there's so many wonderful styles out there you know and then with t- the Today, cripes, if you don't with IPAs and sours, it's it's blowing up. Mandatory. Mandatory. Well, that I mean, the, yeah. and the the really cool part about it is that we roast our own coffee, so we don't have to just go off of somebody's already roasted. Like this is for this profile, we can say, well, we just want to take this coffee and only use it in beer, you know. So we're just going to roast this just for that. Well, I you think know, that, like, that's and, a really and we can do it however we want. Yeah, that's a really you know, interesting just, point too. Trying play. to pick out specific flavors you want to get yep. out of the coffee in exactly. a beer and not yep. in a, not in an espresso cup or in a in a brewed cup. Exactly. Yep. <clears throat> no, we Very start different focus. Both products right at at the bottom. It's, yeah. Exactly. You know, it's in in being able to you know produce, <laughs> manufacture, however you want to classify it, mm. both of those in house you know with our own hands gives us the ultimate control over the flavor profile, the subtleties, the nuances that no, you were everything. talking about earlier. <laughs> you know, and we can really dial it in. We'll um, never have to settle for, no. oh, we use this coffee and we love the acidity, but we're getting some interference here. Ah, uh, no one's going to notice. We're never going to put out that beer. We're going to put out the beer that has the flavor from the coffee that is, like John said, exactly dialed into what we want. And that's... It is... A, really exciting, and B, really challenging to think about and how I'm going to stretch myself as a roaster to make that happen and, and receive Well, you feedback. don't get to leave. And, 
<laughs> no. That's the best thing about coffee is you can just stay up in all the time. Yeah, forever. you're there until you die. <laughs> right, he, he's got a cot in the back. It's usually no, just he like a month, no, and then you're no dead. But no. he just, just, just I'm surprised he's sitting Burlap right sacks now. full of green. That's I, what you're sitting on. I'm not a, yeah. He stands majority of the time. <laughs> not a sitter, a sleeper. I don't really sit. No, no I've watched he's this man. flamingo. Eh? Roast coffee and do push-ups That never happened. That's not even... I didn't buy a jump rope. No, definitely. <laughs> that happened. That's a joper. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <that's> terrible. <sighs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> so what we haven't talked about much yet is the food part and how that's going to be interacting with this whole thing. Are so, we going to have food? Wow. Who's going to do that? Awesome. <laughs> this is news. <laughs> All right. So is that you, Chris? <laughs> do you know I'm a guy? Available. <laughs> yeah. Do, uh, I mean, we're looking. Because <laughs> Jared's definitely not doing it. No, no. I just, I just need a nap. I'm just gonna sleep majority of this time. He's our hype man. He's yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he br- brings the energy. He's Here wearing. Here we go. Uh, oh man, he's wearing oh, his full size clock around his neck. He's really. He's bring- <laughs> yeah, food. I mean, it goes back to the, you know, like that area, and we're, you know, like we're gonna get a big. You know, like morning push and commuters and things like that. So we kind of wanted to play off of that and do, you know, that kind of brunch style, breakfasty kind of things. You know, to start and then with ideas of doing things in the future. Um, but you know, like playing around with weird pastries, donuts. You know, like when when the the whole idea came up, it's funny. You know, it wasn't like a big thing around here, and then it just kind of started to blow up. So it was like. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah, I mean it's yeah, weird. No. it's weird. The last six months have gotten a little bit crazy with donuts. And yeah, so um, we're gonna have to really step it up. Um, so are you gonna but, be? Are you gonna be the Rochester Donut Emperor? Oh, <laughs> really? Maybe. I, and he step does step not up. wear clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Chef's hat. No, but that's. I mean, only. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the naked chef. Oh God! Oh, oh no! <laughs> I mean, oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure with the fryer oil that that would be 100 percent <laughs> recommended. But danger zone. <laughs> but I mean, we want to do the food just like how we're doing the coffee and the beer. Is that it's just I don't want to say like I'm doing this and that's it. You know, like I'm going to go to the market and if I get these 20 things, that's going to be the menu for the day. You know, so like really just explore and play around and see if you know like I make these 10 things and everybody hates it and it's terrible and stupid. Then tell me what you want and I'll start making that. You know, like. I just want to have fun with it. I love cooking. I love experimenting with different foods and local things and all that. So that's really what I want to try to do. Yeah. So, so I mean, it, as we said here, obviously we're having ourselves a decent time here. <laughs> but one of the reasons why I've been excited about the project since I heard about it is you get three guys that really care about what they do, all moving together in sort of a single direction to just create great products. And I think that's – I've heard Wade talk a lot. Wade talks a lot when I talk he to him. <laughs> Wait, he's been talking the whole time. You just turn his mic off. He, it. he, he actually it. hasn't stopped. stopped. Yeah. It's the same way I do math. <laughs> it's a continuous flow thing. None of this discrete math nonsense. Uh. Don't get me started on Common Core. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, and we're getting into our education segment of the podcast next. Um, but I, I think that's, when, when I've talked to him in the past, it's something he's always wanted, he's always talked about was, we're making stuff that's great, we're trying to serve the people, we're trying to make everybody happy, 
but at the same time, really focusing on that quality, focusing on what's best, what you what you can offer, in as best as you can offer it. And I think that that's the exciting part, you know, advancing into a new neighborhood, getting that, you know, winning an award. I mean, that's one that's cool in of itself. But getting all three of you together to move towards something that's definitely unique for our area. And you guys actually, you guys traveled to Chicago, right? This, yes. this, uh, this last, February. was that last year? Oh, it was February. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Time flies. Yeah. So you guys actually went out there. There's a coffee beer festival out in Chicago now. The uppers and downers, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So how was that? I mean, that's, that's, that thing's blowing up over the last couple of years. Yeah, the, what is it? The third that year. That was the third. Third one. year that this they did is that. The third year. Yeah, it's uh, it's good beer hunting, Michael. Kid K. <laughs> I actually listened to a couple of the podcasts about it, and I forget the guy's name. Uh-oh. We're sorry. We hope he never listens to. Th- I mean, I hope everyone listens to this, but <laughs> yeah. not, not him. Uh, <laughs> Michael Kaiser. Michael Kaiser from yeah. the Good Beer Hunting podcast. We only listened Which to like totally forty of his podcasts. On the I way mean, there. that was just off the top. Hashtag GBH. We love you. <laughs> We do love good beer hunting. It is. Yeah. We did listen to a bunch of podcasts on the way it's out to the event. It's, it's really cool, and we love what he does. But I think it's especially interesting to see how he's connected with really one of the um, brighter lights in our industry, or in the, the coffee industry too, um, to uh, to really get roasters, brewers collaborating, talking, and really analyzing what they're doing. We went to. Um, one of the more interesting like sessions we went to was coffee uh, as an ingredient. Mm. And we had been talking about this. We were like, it's an ingredient. It's the fifth ingredient. Can it's- you stop messing with the microphone, I, I Jared? It and then You're fidgeting. Just- <laughs> it looked wrong. <laughs> it didn't look enough like a deer. <laughs> he put some beautiful antlers on there made with his. It's, they're almost like the, the hand turkeys, but they, they work as antlers. <laughs> Everyone for the rest of the podcast. Just like Where did you this. get felt fingertips from? Behind. Don't worry about it. <laughs> His hands are like so. Satin. We went to this. So we were talking about something fun in Chicago. Chicago. It was, Chicago. It was hosted by uh, Intelligentsia and Goose Island, and we had been talking about this concept. And they had gotten together and, from both perspectives, beer and coffee, broken it down. Um, just point by point and step by step of the process they used in like a commercial production like setting like uh, to to make to come up with really unique end products. So this is, they, this is the kind of this is the kind of class. This is a class. This isn't like a you they, walk off the street and people are yeah. You, most yeah. people are going to be. This isn't for most people. This is like a intense. We want to learn class kind of thing. Definitely. I mean they they were really great about keeping the whole event really casual. Yeah. Uh, but it was definitely one of those, if you were paying attention, you you were definitely picking up a ton of food for thought. Just just to point you in directions that, oh, well, I've never considered, you know, how this how this coffee develops this way and the sugars in this beer and, and so, without getting too geeky, which is impossible for me, for the record. Uh, and, I'm, <laughs> and I'm excited to yeah. get into more of this kind of stuff. I mean, I, I'm hoping we do this more than once and we're able to talk through some more of this stuff we're kind of keeping it second obviously. date, yeah, and we'll see what happens on the third date, right, guys? What what that happens on the that, th- that th- didn't hit? You're gonna bring a deer? To hit the crickets that, button. That, that didn't hit. <laughs> Wait, I, I don't have button? a crickets button yet. I need one <laughs> badly. Apparently. Maybe that's what will bring you on the third date. <laughs> <laughs> just a big old box of crickets. crickets. <laughs> no, just crickets. crickets. Just actual crickets. 
Oh. <laughs> I'll just live in here. So I, I do want to get more of that stuff later. You know, some of the sure. some more of those details because I find it fascinating from a scientific perspective and why things work the way they work. I can make a lot of shit up. <laughs> Stream of It'll consciousness go on forever. <laughs> um, Got about twenty percent of this down. The rest just comes to me. So I mean, you, you guys went to this to this great event. It was supposed to be a great time. I heard everybody just had a blast. I know some other people from Rochester went, and it was exciting. Everything else. So. You guys have been building for how long now? Let's let, let's talk about where we're at today, and then we'll... We're in wanna, your house. Uh, that's fine. We've got space. In your awesome room. We, we've got space. I mean, we, I'm sure Central we can fit something in here. We'll put a roaster. No big deal. Yeah, we'll fit it. Yeah. Great ventilation. Um, <laughs> so let, let's talk a little bit about um, where you guys are right now in your construction. And obviously, I'm not going to say, hey, let's put a date on it, but... Where, where are you guys right now in the construction phase of this whole thing? They got all eyes on me for this one. <laughs> yeah, well, let's start with John Mervine. Um, yeah, we're, I think we're at a very pivotal uh, portion of the leg of the tour right now. Uh, you know, we're, we have a lot of design going on. We are uh, filling in some gap fu- uh, funding as well, um, you know, dealing with the banks. I mean, it's... Attorneys, licensing. Yeah, it's not really layouts. like the exciting part. There's you know, no like when people ask, you know, like, so how's it? What What are you doing now? What is this? And it's like, so, well, we had a meeting with a lawyer. Uh, we looked at another drawing. Not, guys, uh, can you I, know, can like, I, can I liken this out to maybe most of the audience out there? Like, it's kind of when you're engaged in the weddings, like in a few months, and like, hey, how's it going? And you're just like, yeah, it's going because we're almost there. done to get to where we want to be. It's yeah. it's one of those moments. Yeah, and you know, I like, still the best part of. Getting married was not planning a wedding anymore. No. Yeah. Like by far. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to the honeymoon. But. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gone on one yet. It's been two years. We'll invite you along. Oh, sweet. Thanks, man. This, this Where like are the most deer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is that? 14 on the way to Ithaca, the white deer sanctuary? Oh, oh I've, wow. I've actually talked about that in another podcast, which is a weird coincidence. Wow. Yeah. We that, love our venison. <laughs> But we don't like poaching, so no, only in season, guys. Don't that? No, you got to deep fry. No poaching. <laughs> oh, look at that! I got it. I got it. Got you with nope. the left oh, hook. Jesus. Oh wow! Oh wow! <laughs> I think another metaphor that works for where we're at is uh, we're in the ground war. Yeah. You know, the air war is the shock and awe. It's the winning the competition. It's the stuff that's really amazing and and you feel good about. It. It's the short term victories, and now we're in the ground war where you you got to slog it out. Like, you got to be in it every day, and you have to look at that damn financial projection again, <laughs> and you have to look at that layout and imagine yourself. Like, basically, this part of starting the business is, is a lot of skills we learned in kindergarten. Like, we have to imagine <laughs> ourselves behind that bar, in that cooler, in that brewing space, in that kitchen, at that roastery, like, and, and how do I now tweak this layout and perfect it? And there's stuff that I feel like, am I really going to give a damn? But I'm sure that when I'm there, there's going to be something where John's going like, you shouldn't have put that there. Or I'm going like, I wish I had you know moved this 10 feet away. It'll be something, you know? Of course. So, so we got to do everything. it. And yeah. it's not exactly. just about you know our, our interface. I mean, the, you know, the handful of us, the 
the few you know handful of jobs that we're creating as well, which is great. But I mean, honestly, it's it's the thousands and thousands of people, Rochesterians and and afar, that are coming in and, and going to try this. And it, every no, no rock can go unturned. And you know, we need to be diligent with our efforts. You know, from design all the way to build out and then some. I mean, it's it's. It, I don't think it ever stops from the time that we said it started. It won't ever stop. Yeah, because I mean, you guys are when you when I say build, I mean the build is such a huge thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And you're obviously in the the exciting world of paperwork and planning and everything <laughs> yeah. else. So it's that point that's hard to communicate. Yeah, but you'll see the fruit of it. And actually, we already have. Really, we got our sample yeah. roaster last week. Um, so that's yeah, let's talk about that. I mean, that's got to be an exciting. It's got to be an exciting thing to get. Yeah, it it was really incredible. I won't go into too much detail, but it did come a little late, and <laughs> so the anticipation just built and built and built. Yeah, I mean, isn't like, it where great? is it? Where is it? Where isn't is it? Isn't it great dealing with vendors and late deliveries and stuff on another continent? Yep. Oh, another. Very, very, oh, what very, a lucky yeah. guy. Yeah. So that was a thing. Don't buy from Antarctica. The <laughs> logistics just, chain is just not there. They don't even have metal up they, there. They make a great the, sample roaster, but yeah. the shipping's just brutal. Yeah. Because, and they employ polar bears, I think. Oh, yeah, not even. Yeah, it was so much, so much penguin blood on the box when <laughs> oh, it came in. <laughs> wow, Chris freaking Lindstrom. <laughs> this got violent was, yeah, fast. It's uh, so <laughs> so. <laughs> but we got the sample. So the sample roaster. Roaster. So baby seal walks we into did. a club. <laughs> hey hey. <laughs> we. Oh. <laughs> I just did our first six sample roasts. Yesterday, okay, at an undisclosed location, and took them to Ugly Duck today. Definitely want to shout out Rory and Ugly Duck and I know grand opening tomorrow. Yeah, which is not going to be tomorrow when people listen to this. Probably. No, it won't be. Thank, this is not a real Tuesday, thing. the fourteenth. Thanks for June, ruining the time. Twenty sixteen. Sorry, <laughs> it's like a casino. Time does not exist. But uh, <laughs> so we took those over there, and we actually had there were seven of us tasting them. Um, Tony from Fuego was there too. Uh, big shout out to him. He actually supplied us with some of the green that we roasted, um, and it was one of those moments where okay, this is the first time that I put something together on my own, and I'm presenting it to this group of people. It was all people I respect and admire in you know in the industry or or, or uh, close to it, and so um, yeah, that's one of those moments. But. That's that moment, and it's over, and the layouts are still there. You know, like, the, like we like, still we, have to deal with general contractors. We, we still have. We're all not going to. We're not going to take a second and bask in the fact that we roasted coffee no. for the first time under the split batch name. You know, but it's a milestone. And, right. And, and, right. It was big. It yeah. happened. It happened. Yeah. It was, and it. You know, it was nerve wracking. It was really nerve wracking. Right. I think the pressure. I, I can only imagine you doing that and just. I think the key was my son was not uh, with me, and so I could just blast as many expletives as I needed to oh, yeah. at so all times. So I can only imagine how much Fallout Boy was played that day. I only listened to the roots actually <laughs> the whole time. Um, <laughs> mostly, do you want more? Fair enough. Um, so, <laughs> oh, so that man. was um. Yeah, no, I've watched this man roast before, and it gets serious. Well, I was gonna say, I mean, like, so even something that he's done a hundred times. Right. Get Unless it was that it. one Colombian. Oh my god! Where we just turn it on and walk away, and I'm like, "Let's go get lunch." Yeah. Like, <laughs> and that was it. So it's <laughs> it's an there exciting thing coffee. to do, you know, like just how these things react. It's so frustrating, <laughs> you know. And 
Wade can be a perfectionist, so it's even more. It's hard to convince yourself that you can't achieve that next like one more thing you really, really want. Well, then I mean, you know, like he's using a sample roaster, so you don't have mass control like you would on a normal, you know, like a big, you know, even like a five kilo roaster. You know, like I, I, I didn't actually see it in person yet because I don't know why. Um, <laughs> but, but it you, looks I, like you, it's just a, just buttons. Yeah, it's 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 buttons and a dial <laughs> and a heat source, and that's yeah, yeah. Like yeah. and and you can control grams at a time. you can control the flame, and you can that's what the dial's for. Right. <laughs> but honestly, all my assumptions about it were basically wrong. And when you have really? a new piece of equipment, yeah, I like I was telling you today, like. I thought it's okay. It's a hundred gram sample roaster. If I throw a hundred grams in there, that means I'm going to need to run this thing, you know, full flame to get it to really move and stuff just started cooking right away. (laughs) And so I had some really interesting first couple roasts where I had to learn to scale it back. And so, you know, uh, but that is, that is one of the cool, like sexy moments, but all those things, all the non-sexy stuff remains. Yeah. It's, it's really the substrate. Right. I mean, it's really, and so that's really where we're at. But I think it is, it is important to grab onto those moments when you have them in the middle of the paperwork, too, because you can't... It is a slog, and it's going to keep on going. I mean, I live in that world. That's my day-to-day is the paperwork and everything else. And that's... You have to find those moments in between to get yourself out of the routine of, all right, health and safety regulations here's where all the hoods are. Here's all the ventilation speeds and cubic feet per minute and all that nonsense. Yeah. Cause you can get, you can get sunk into it so fast and I'm sure you do. I mean, there's, you can't get away from it either. Um, so, so you, you, so we're, we're talking about the beer side of things too. So beer equipment mm. is still a while off. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a while off, but um, I think the beautiful thing is, is that, you know, is when we open, um, you know, you'll everybody who's there from day one it can, you know, watch us evolve and grow. Um, so, you know, when we when we open our doors, you know, don't it, I think it would be grandiose to believe that all, you know, all the food, all the coffee, all the beer are going to be there. Um, I think it's definitely an evolution of process when it comes to making all of <clears throat> what we're trying to do here at Split Batch Happen. Split batch evolved into brewery. <laughs> it's a Pokemon joke for anyone. Catch them all. I didn't gotcha. didn't catch that. I got no. I got no. Zip zip blue or red. <laughs> oh, I can catch. That. Ash. Ash. Quite. <laughs> <clears throat> so anyway, <laughs> why didn't I catch that? I mean, we're we're. <laughs> <clears throat> so with that being said, like, <laughs> I, re- I re- rewind. We, we broke Jared. <laughs> We're all just way too weird, you know. Like, <laughs> thinking, like usually at this time of the night, we're sitting together and more or less decompressing, which is John is about to do. Yeah. Wait. Oh, oh, yeah. oh Mazel tov. That was a there good one. So we just, you know, like we, if we're not like one hundred percent staring at these numbers or this or this or this, then we just have to just get weird usually <laughs> well, excuse you know. me, let, let's let's talk about that for a second and then i do want to sort of get into your guys where you came from um, okay. today so give people an intro to who you are and and what we're doing right now is pouring a beer um <clears throat> some that we brought uh, since we were on the topic of it um we're doing a we did a little cream ale uh nod to rochester uh, really simple easy drinking um but and we added some uh some coffee to it just to kind of 
spice it up a little bit. Jazz it up, as my grandmother used to say. She still says that. But um, So <clears throat> the nice thing is, is that, you know, going back to the other topic was when we, when we open up, you know, we'll have the coffee portion, we'll have the food portion uh, ready to go um, this fall. And yeah, the you know beer equipment manufacturing uh, of, of all the equipment that needs to happen at the production facility. Yeah, <laughs> oh, Chris just made a face. It looks like a happy face. Oh yeah, this is this is real tasty. I mean, you definitely. Shanks. I'm not. I'm not a super. I don't know a lot about cream ale actually, because I I only started drinking like two or three years ago. I was going to say, it was pretty recent. I was thinking yeah, about that on my way that. here. Yeah, I I, it was, I had some oh, of my first fancy I beers. Oh, I do remember that. That. Welcome yeah. to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> but, so I, I never went through. We won. I never went through. <laughs> <laughs> we got another one. <laughs> I, I never Sorry. went through my cheap beer phase. So I never, oh, I never yeah. really drank cream ale or So that'll Jenny be date or, number two. Yeah. Oh, I'm bringing all oh. the high life. I'm bringing all the know what else what can we ruin you with? all the american light lager he can handle. yeah wow this yeah. is gonna be exciting it's, oh it's gonna be terrible <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna mix them all together too just, just pour like it in a, a bucket just yeah. a big old gatorade bucket yeah, yeah. one great. spigot Ooh. one spigot why can't we just dump it ball? over the victor's head <laughs> <laughs> all right we found some <clears throat> name of something on the menu one spigot Oh, the, like every day, it's it's at least ten. Like if we can only be producing a mass quantity of beer, like we have so many. Just you know, like we'll be sitting around and be like, "Well, write that one down. Well, write that one down." We we're yeah. What's the name of that J Cole song? <laughs> yep, write it down. <laughs> yeah, yep, write that one down. <laughs> Inspiration that's, around every corner. Yeah, I mean that's the that's the beauty of like having oh, the God, war room and a <laughs> bunch of dry erase boards and notebooks yeah. and. I guess that's that's the fun part that we're at is that, you know. We get to fantasize about those things, but even Absolutely. as like we're like slogging through the trenches and you know yeah. just digging, you know grasping, you know as we go through a lot of paperwork and such, you know it's it's still we have these <laughs> moments that are fun and exciting and exhilarating at times, and you know the little successes really just go a long way and give you the ammunition and the fuel you need to get to the next stop. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, even this, I mean, you guys made something that's it's definitely has a coffee flavor. But it still plays really light. The coffee aroma is definitely more interesting than a lot of coffee aromas. It doesn't smell staled out. It's, it's I, much more <clears throat> pronounced with a little more subtlety and definition than uh, you'd get out of like a stout or a porter where you'd just be getting that roastiness. Yeah, yeah. It smells more like more like the coffee that I that I like now yeah. most of the time, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still have trouble now. It's. It's weird as I move through whether it's coffee or whatever. Sometimes I have trouble going back. <laughs> sometimes you just got to do that just to just to keep it real. It, it's yeah, it's weird because like like one of my buddies he does he's done a lot of looking at um, Chris Clemens from Exploring Upstate. Say, he's yeah. done a lot of coffee roasting, looking at New York, Upstate New York, and what's here. And there's a ton of coffee roasters, and and it's yeah. a lot of a lot of you know second wave style coffee. You know the, you know some flavored stuff, medium light dark roasts, and all those kind of things. And there's a ton of them. And when I go and try and taste it, it's like it's it's harder for me to go back and enjoy that mm -hmm. than when I did enjoy it earlier. So it's when when I smell something <clears throat> like this, I'm like oh, this smells. You can smell the kind of coffee in there now, right? Right. Which is, which I think is the cool part. It was definitely one of the big goals of this. I think when I think cream ale. 
I don't, you know, I don't think they're particularly aromatically special. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, I mean, they're good. They're obviously a good cream ale is going to have a pleasant aroma. It's not one of your most effervescent styles. Mm-hmm. It's one of the places mean. where, I mean, coffee's got good aroma, so we should be able to plug it in. And so it's really like it's a huge victory to hear you say that because that was one of the things we were after, yeah. and why we chose the coffee we chose and how to how to brew it, <laughs> and, that, and that goes over. Pro- I mean, one of one of the ways that we process these these thoughts is that <clears throat> taking taking the aromatics that we just talked about, and then taking the sweet cream and cor- like slight corn character, almost like a grit, uh, you know, the grits, morning grits, mm-hmm. and putting that together, and it just. Kind and of what goes better with that than coffee, right? <laughs> like, and, <laughs> and good coffee with a little more character, I think, is... And breakfast food. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, and donuts. <clears throat> Still stuck on donuts, aren't you? Shut up. <laughs> or maybe they're stuck on him. I see three. No, I'm good. Oh, uh, no, we a had a donut we, hole in your I was going to say, we had donut holes earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Those aren't gauges. <laughs> Well, it's donut holes. Just donuts. When you start putting sprinkles on them <laughs> for decoration, I think that'll really then you'll know. Really. Be- <laughs> All right. So as we're as we're drinking our first beer, let's let's talk to John about where he came from and what his deal is. <sighs> well, I came from Buffalo. Me but- too. All right. Yeah. I noticed the seven one six in your yeah. Uh, digits. Yeah. That's mean, right. Up mean, top, yeah. mean streets of Boston, New York. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, you, you're you're from like the rural lands. Oh yeah. Uh oh. None yeah. of the city slicker nonsense. <laughs> <clears throat> we're we're almost. That was a, for those who aren't here, that was a look. Oh yeah. Something just went down in this room. <laughs> I don't know. I'm guessing it's, it's, you heard John say. Oh. It's, it's like it's like <laughs> someone from that, Chuka that saying happened. they're from Rochester. It's like yeah. is that. Wait, say that? I'm guess. I'm guessing. John's See, the funny thing the is, North I'm the Towns. only one from Rochester. Ooh, in this room. That's true. <laughs> I'm from the mean streets like Kenmore. Oh, Kenmore, nice. Was that? Yeah. But, uh, now, now the home to one of the finer taco establishments in Buffalo, La Divina. Really cool stuff. Yes. Authentic Mexican tacos. I've heard great things. Yeah, it's good stuff. Should we just come back later? Wait tonight? Wait, wait, wait. To <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Moments over. All right, guys. Buffalo Bros. Oh, Buffalo all Bros. Jelly on me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah so yeah, buffalo great place check it out um so yeah i mean i i cut my teeth in the i came from the went to rit and stayed in town i uh, did some investment banking for a handful of years and and then we uh chris Manelli and i just opened up rock brewing uh patty as well and uh, we did that back what 2010 started that in 09 and that was i mean when we're talking about what rock brewing i mean there was Roarbox. yeah and then a 20 year gap and then rock and came in the city. Yeah. Um, Cause I mean, really when it comes down to, I mean, it's weird to think back now, you know, yeah. taking a step back and saying, Hey, there was two what? years in the craft brewing industry is like 20 in, in <laughs> human time. Right. I mean, <laughs> right if, if you look back, I mean, even just in the last two years, the explosion of craft breweries New here York in the region. state breweries alone doubled in the last two and a half years. Right. It's, you know, oh, it's epic. It's just it's a pandemic. <laughs> I mean, well, and I, I I do I want to talk about that explosion of craft brewing and possibly one of our other times because I've okay. I have opinions at this point. <laughs> oh, you like shocking! Oh. Hey, but you know what they say about them? <laughs> yeah, people want to listen to them. Second Come on. date, I'm listening, man. <laughs> you get a podcast so you can talk about them. Exactly. So can I, I mean, you stuff? were. 
I, you, so really, you were the first of the modern craft breweries. That's, I mean, Rohrbach really was around for a long time. With a brick and mortar established, I would, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'd argue, you know, Three Heads is that was, you know, a, a, you know, came out the same year, uh, you know, when we did as well. But yeah, you know, now yeah, the Cripes, they just have a grand opening as well. But uh, you know, it's like five years, six years ago, um, and you know, but what <laughs> happened during that that gap that really set the tone for where craft is? We'll save that for another podcast. Yeah. Um, but to look back over the five years, I mean, Rochester in, in general, in the greater Rochester region, you know, is really laying root to some fantastic beers that are just only going to get bigger and better, um, you know, as we grow. So, you know, we, we just look to be, you know, a, a brewery and a coffee shop that has our own focus and continues to strive for what we, for, you know, our own success. So what what was the drive for you to get into craft beer? What was the have, what you, t- was have you tasted it? <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. So I mean, I think honestly, the the push was creating it yourself. I think it was honestly just home brewing. You know, I mean, I'm, it seems like that's a lot of people's paths when they get into it is home brew first. You get more serious about it, and then you're like, oh, this seems like a good idea. No. No, it's not. <laughs> um, it's it's great to find yourself through certain things, but uh, it's you know we're we're at we're at this point in the game where you know there's 4,400 craft breweries in the country, and not everybody you know who's a homebrewer can do something. I mean, it takes more than just that light bulb aha moment to to get you to where you need to be nowadays. You know, there's a lot of um, we're having a picture sesh right now. Nice. Um, <clears throat> cri- no, we're, we're going to go on a tangent here because oh, as no, much as we're, 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 we're having, I, there's a lot of opinions. Um, you know, where do we want to go from here? <laughs> like, I'm. I, I think I I don't mind I don't mind tackling it a little bit today. I mean, this I think it's I think it's an important discussion to have as the explosion of craft breweries have happened. What are we really? It's great to have the neighborhood places that are making beer. Absolutely. And there's many that are doing a solid job. Mm-hmm. The question is, where are we going? What are we trying to achieve with all of these places? Are you trying to... Not all of them can succeed. There's been such a huge expansion. I don't think they can all succeed. And there needs to be differentiation and... All right, we'll speak, we'll speak to differentiation. Sure. I mean, the tale of the dragon, the tale of the, the monster we talked about you know, 20 minutes ago is long. It's ever-growing. It's ever-increasing. So the, the idea between what we, you know, Jared and, uh, and Wade and I had, have been formulating for a, some time now is taking a piece of that tale, a niche of it, and just owning it for ourselves. Um, you know, I, I think that you know, what, what we're bringing to the table is, is a little bit is unique in itself, um, combining such, you know, three, three respective industries and trying to overlap in as many concentric circles as we possibly can. Um, you know, I, but I think in the Venn Ven, Ven diagram of life, you know, we... I thought you were going to say vendetta of life for a second. No, no. <laughs> that's another segment. There isn't. What is and now that? we're on the revenge the segment vendetta? of the Yes. No. Um, no, man. World peace. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> You know, so I mean, we're really setting out to, you know, focus on having, you know, coffee as the fifth ingredient and really 
focusing on that. Yeah. You can you can do IPs, you can do sours, you could do multi beers, you could do uh, session beers, barrel aged beers, 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 brewers, beers. And we'll beers. drink them all. And, yeah, beers and, the and beers you will drink the beers, them. Beers, I think you know. I mean, yeah. if, in my personal opinion, I think you'll see a. Uh, a big, a big, uh, you know, kind of like a vacuum that pulls people back into regionality. I'm whisper, not drinking. whisper, 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 whisper. Secrets don't make friends. <laughs> yes, they do. I think I've made enough deer jokes into this microphone. I didn't need to, <laughs> but I had to get it <laughs> out. Pull that one aside. God, they're always joking. Um, so I, I think that a lot of the breweries will, you know, you can make you honestly if you are a if you're making 500 barrels of beer a year, a thousand barrels a year, you can live on that and live a decent life. You yeah. know, if you have aspirations of being a national brewery, you can do that too. The barriers of doing either of those are not difficult; they're not set in stone, and they're becoming ever increasingly harder to do. But you know, you need to understand all of the facets that are involved in doing that. You know, then, or you can kind of, you know, fall somewhere in the middle and just become a regional player. And if local to you means 50 miles around your city, if it means five blocks, it can be done. I mean, it, you, we, people, I think something that, that's talked about often is people in Rochester, or, you know, even in Western New York, you know, like, oh, another brewery. Well, you know, is it too many? When's, when is too many? Well, if you look at San Diego that has, you know, over 100 breweries in the county itself, you know, you take Seattle, which has well over 50, Portland, which has well over 50. Um, you know, these are, these are places, yes, they have they're more per capita than us, but they sustain that, and yeah. there's still more openings. So it's, it's a matter of just knowing what you want to do and owning it. I think that's the biggest thing is like owning what you do. Um, you know, if you try to bite off too much, you, there's, yeah, there's definitely a cautionary tale that you can choke, <clears throat> and I, I do tend to agree with that. I think that's something that we're destined for in Rochester. I don't think we're quite there yet, but no. I think that specialization is one of the next phases in our growth in the food and drink industry is you're not trying to do everything. You're trying to do one thing great. It's that one or two things great or this one concept great. I think we're getting, well, I think we're edging away from that. You have to do everything. And hopefully we can start supporting that kind of, the passion projects. And obviously we're, we're sort of crossing over towards that with what you guys are doing in that you are hitting a niche thing, but with a lot of friendly directions involved so you can have it more approachable. So I think that's, that's kind of the destiny, which it, I mean, I have to imagine is sort of helps drive this whole process, being able to be a little more creative with everything you're doing. So, all right. I'm going to transition over to Wade. <laughs> so, and we're, we'll get back to craft beer stuff because there's, there's a ton to talk about in the craft beer world um, and a ton to talk about in the coffee world. So, Wade. Really? Yeah, right? Oh. So, where'd you come from? I've been in Rochester for six years, uh, born and raised in Nebraska, lived in Chicago for three years and moved out here for a job doing what I'd gone to school for seven years to do. Uh and after a year of doing that, I thought I'm about to be, you know, at the age where you settle into something or you try something new. And it's kind of felt like my last chance. And I was out in Webster and Joe Bean was going through their move from Webster to the city. Um, and I had gotten into coffee in Chicago. And so initially I just started one day a week with them because they were looking for people with experience. And I was doing Fridays uh, opening the bar over there. 
And it just became kind of clear to me, like, I have this opportunity that's probably not going to present itself to me again for a, for a while to really try something, throw myself into something and do something unique um, that, yeah, I haven't necessarily been like formally trained to do, but I've been doing it and I feel like I'm having success at it. So I joined Joe Bean full time, um, been there for the last five years, the whole time they've been in the city. Uh, it took me from uh, just working the bar to teaching some Thursday night just community centered events to roasting and eventually to uh, quality control, head roaster, green buying. And the experience I gained at Joe Bean has been just, it's been everything. It's, it's let gotten me where I am. Uh, so I got to do a little bit of everything there. Um, and along the way that included making craft beer, um, that included working with restaurants and, and going over flavor profiles for food that, uh, and so I don't think, where I've been and, and kind of just how I'm wired, I could do like just coffee. Like if I was just going off on my own to start a roaster, I think there'd be something deeply unsatisfying about that. I would love it. I know I'd love it, but I think it's this drive to see coffee go new places to find out, okay, I dove into coffee and I found this incredible community. I found all this knowledge. I found something that I can do and really love it. Where else can I find that? I'm going to find that in beer. I'm going to find that in food. I'm going to find that being... I, honestly, I'm starting to find it being an entrepreneur. <laughs> and even though there's all that annoying stuff, there is a lot of inspiring stuff, too. John and I went to a, an event for Rochester Downtown Development Corporation, and yeah. you see in this one room people who have poured literally millions of dollars into downtown. <laughs> and their passion, their excitement, where they see it going and what they want to accomplish and how Split Batch is actually a part of that right now. Split Batch and The Hive are a huge part of that right now. Is I, I want to know more about that. I want to know how do people do that and how do we keep in the next kind of rollover of making downtown great? How do we stay in that loop? Because that is a great place to be. We're going to learn a ton from it. And, and, and so... Uh, my experience in coffee has, has definitely led me to broaden my horizons, and um, I think it's one of the reasons that this has worked so well. Why, even when it was just like a concept, you know, the what was it like the the third or fourth like meeting meeting where I just kind of started to feel like, wow, we're really doing something here. Like we're really this is going to keep feeding us ideas and inspiration and and uh, fun. <laughs> so. Uh, only in moderation. Only in moderation. <laughs> right. We, we, we never we, have too much fun. No, you no. got to keep this it This isn't a country song. No. Uh, but I, so I think that um, all that to say, like, um, coffee's a platform for me. And I love it. And I want to do it forever. But I love the doors it's open for me. And I think, I feel like, and maybe you guys would agree or disagree, mm. no matter what you're doing, like, if you get into it enough and you give it enough like love, it's going to open doors to other things where you see other people who might not be doing at all what you're doing, but have the same passion, have the same knowledge to share and just want to give that to the world. And so I, yeah, I, I love where we're at. I love where we're going. And I feel, I feel like I was kind of a downer earlier, like so much paperwork <laughs> and it's so terrible. I hate it, but it's not that at all because that's what you strive on. 
<laughs> you know, you you do. Right. That's you that's know, you need an unnecessary amount of hard and difficult just bullshit work. <laughs> you don't know him. <laughs> oh, he, oh, I do. He does. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I mean, I th- I think that really is a good point, and it's it's the the weird transition points you find yourself in as you. I know for me personally, as I've gotten to know more people in either in coffee or in craft beer or in the f- or in the food industry or cocktails or wherever, it's weird when things happen. You don't expect the way they're going to happen sometimes. Um, just these, the random people you meet that have great stories and that offer themselves out there just just because they think it's the right thing to do. And I've, I've, you find more inspiration just because people want to be part of a community. People want to people want to help. People want to have great things out there. And I think that's what you <clears> see there. Hey, you've got a craft beer community. You've got a coffee community. You've got a restaurant community. And I think you'll see a lot of people embracing everything because I think it's just way too cool. Um, I don't know. And I, I think you see, like I said, the passion. When people have a passion about something, they'll identify it in others. It's, it's a hard, yeah. you, can't, you can't fake that part of it. It's I don't genuine. And in, in in it really shows. When it comes through, it shines. Yeah. You know I mean? It, you can be passionate about collecting rocks, but that's cool. I want to know about them. Like, are they igneous? Are they sedimentary? doesn't matter. If you're a passionate person, no matter what you're passionate about, you can become passionate about other things. Even if you don't like what the other person or can't relate at all, you have that solid foundation of, wow, passion excites passion, and it only starts a greater flame from there. Yeah. So speaking of passion, Jared Foster. Passion. <laughs> I have the least amount. I'm you're, kidding. You're sweet <laughs> as a passion fruit, though. <laughs> well, so yeah, that I'm actually the only up. one from Rochester in this room. Yeah. Um, I grew up in Charlotte. Represent? And yeah. that's not how it's pronounced. Charlotte <laughs> and Chilai. <laughs> um, no, God, I've been working in restaurants since I was 15 years old. Um, everything. Did that. Uh, got bored of working in restaurants, which was kind of stupid because I landed a kind of a good job and then was 18 and I didn't want to do it anymore because I didn't want to do it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then kind of found my way into coffee because there was a cute girl that was working there and I also wanted to work there um, so started working at, at Java's worked there for four years ended up roasting with them um, which was weird and interesting on its own um, and uh, just that was that was an experience definitely you know um, is there one notable experience that you can share with talk about the van Oh god, Ooh, that sounds creepy. I like it. Well, no, it was one of those. Never you know, the like, same Jared again. <laughs> I mean, I just did a lot there, and it, and it was you know like, <laughs> were you or were job. you not? We're not allowed to talk about that. A licensed driver. Definitely not allowed to talk about that. So <laughs> that got me into <laughs> working at Joe Bean. Worked at Joe Bean with Wade for four years. I think um, we hated each other it was oh god you still are (laughs) yeah no we did not like each other um what what was the what was the primary clash nothing i could we just maybe define it a little better from my end i think yeah i guess so because you're (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> crazy person. I just it's just hard coming in with experience from a big market. Yeah, and feeling exactly what Jared's doing. Yeah, right? yeah no, feeling like about myself. Mm-hmm. Like I definitely came in with an inflated ego. Oh, and I had that, no idea what I was doing. <laughs> you know, like I wanted a new job. Everybody there seemed like normal people that I would want to hang out with. Yeah. You know, um, so I started working there, and I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't know what a pour over was. You know, like I think I'd. Java Joe's son was in barista competitions, and I remember roasting coffee with them, and and seeing that I was like, "Why are there people competing making coffee?" I was like, "That's stupid," you know. And then later on, I <laughs> became forward. a ju- I became a judge in those competitions, um, and that's when we became friends. And that's what yeah, <laughs> Wade and I forced ourselves to be in a car with each other, listening to My Chemical Romance, driving to New York City, and taking back Sunday, and taking a lot of taking a lot back of Sunday. taking back Sunday. Um, and then six hours somehow became friends out of that. I don't know how. <laughs> um, but yeah, then it was a Tommy Boy moment, and they really, really. <laughs> it was. But then, really got you know, like I started thinking more about how I was in food and things like that, and realizing that that's how coffee was. You know, like it wasn't just this, you know, like black beverage that you use to wake up in the morning with. Um, you can play with it. You can do different things with it. There's a lot of stuff going on. I'm just going to keep smacking this Jared microphone. playing with the microphones again. Um, <laughs> with an antler. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Dear God. Oh. <laughs> he does exist! <laughs> it's been proven. It's all over now. Dear God, Dear God. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, passion. Passion. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. but it was one of the, like... <laughs> Tangents. <laughs> I went to one of these uh, coffee competitions, and um, I don't know. It was just weird. It was weird at first. I, I thought it was the dumbest thing again. Like, even doing it, I was just like, stop. You know, <laughs> and then started doing it again, and then it was just like, oh, this is kind of, you know, like, Actually paying attention to it. I think, you know, like my first year I went, I, they let me judge one or two people. And the first person I judged, you know, it's just like, I hadn't seen this stuff before. You know, like this was still relatively new. And I was just like, man, that was really cool. With, you know, his specialty drink that he did. And our head judge was like, was it really? I've seen that before. I was like, oh, well, it's new to me, I guess. So, okay, I guess I'll give him a two. Yeah, so <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't reward enthusiasm. No. Yeah. But still, you know, it's just that I don't know. It got me really excited again about cooking, I guess. <clears throat> um which I I kind of just stopped thinking about or going really crazy about. And then left Joe Bean and started working at at Cure um which has been insane. Which I I've, I've seen you there. Have you? Have I yeah. seen you there? I, th- I think it's oh, happened. Oh, you're a the guy times. that I yeah, you're the guy that I yell at all the time. <laughs> it's yeah. a start. Goes into the That's bathroom it. and locks himself in. Well, leave. I mean, you got to be comfortable somewhere. Your deer noises. <laughs> all the deer noises. Yeah. So, wh- how has it been getting back into cooking? I mean, that's got to be oh awful at first. I mean, you know, it was be one of those process. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead. I know you got some no, smart ass. I'm not to doing it. I know. <laughs> Get no. it out. Was it an evolution? <laughs> oh great. <laughs> oh. I, it wasn't what I was gonna say. You got into a little more food at Joe Bean before you left, mm. and we're doing some 
pretty yeah. kick-ass things. Like I remember I'm, some of that stuff yeah. that, like very, very fondly. <laughs> I'm actually complimenting Jared. Let the record show. I know this, we, you have this one this on record. You can play I'm, this later. I'm going to listen to when it. When you're crying <laughs> yourself to sleep. Every night. Mm. Um, yeah, I did, you know, like, once Joe Bean got their, their beer and wine thing going, you know, with that, you need food. And so we're like, well, what can we do that's really easy? And then that kind of turned into trying new things and playing around and then doing like what I want to do, you know, just going to the markets and playing and getting this. And then, you know, like I was like, I want to do a menu that is just local shit, you know, like how much of a menu can I build just off of things getting at the Brighton market, you know, like, and it was like 90%. And I was like, this is stupid. You know, like I, let's do that. And so, you know, like play with that. And I, as far as I know, that's the kind of game that they're still playing. What are we drinking? So right now we're drinking uh, this year's um, Jack's Abbey coffee bourbon barrel aged framing hammer. It tastes like mocha. It's lots of bourbon. Lots of bourbon. It almost tastes green. I'm almost tasting like vegetal. Yeah, very. I'm definitely getting vegetal in there. I'm not sure why. I don't see it. Hmm? No, it's there. Maybe it's because we're drinking. It's almost like green coffee. There is. It's who, almost who like chewing on green I coffee. I think Single a Cut bit. just did that. Is it Single a, Cut? A green coffee no. or something? No, they did white, which is not coffee. No, somebody just did a, an unroasted. There's, maybe a, there's a six a, point. Which I mean is an interesting. I mean, it's an it is an interesting. Whoever flavor, whoever did it was coffee. it was terrible. It was really <laughs> bad. I'm sorry. Okay, so my whole point <laughs> was completely thrown out the window. Well, I mean, it could. I mean, it could be done well. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we haven't played with it. We've talked about it, but. It's a, I mean, how many green coffee beans have we eaten? Just because, oh yeah, yeah, you know, like it's, it's an staple. interesting flavor. The it's diet. weird, but it is a, high it is in fiber. It is. It's a really interesting flavor. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not sure it's a particularly good flavor, but it's really interesting. Yeah, and I think it some just like when you roast it, it varies seed yeah. to seed, <sighs> and some are yeah not great, but there were some that were just so pretty I couldn't help but eat one it's when so I walked pretty. by, and and I. Came to really appreciate the flavor of them. Hmm. Um, I think most roasters would disagree, though, because they take so much pride in what they do. Yeah, it's like, no, I make the beans good. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay, <laughs> it's me that does things to beans. <laughs> no, it's not. And I think we found Jared's true passion is making fun of people. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, artiste, yeah. artiste, surgical, even. Mm. <laughs> All right, so we're, we're, we're going to finish up with, I think something I want to tackle continuously if we continue talking, which I hope we do, is how are you guys feeling right now about this whole process? I, I, we're, we're talking about a lot of facts and, you know, processes and histories. So what are, like, so you guys have been working together for how long now? Together, actually, as oh, this geez. whole thing. Oh, for this. It seems like a good year and a half, I think. We've that been. we've since our first like lunch, and then it turns out you guys were already meeting before me, before I got dun, dun, on it. Dun, yeah. They didn't even tell me. Just one <laughs> no. day, I, I want to tell that story, but I think we're gonna hold off on that okay. one story. Yeah. Uh, well, John and, I, John and I also go way back. Yeah, uh, just like Jared not liking anyone else he's ever met for the first time. Yeah. He hated me too. Oh, more than anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say I was a cook, he was a doorman, and he was an asshole. Yeah, but like a, like a well manicured one. Bleached. 
<laughs> as it were. <laughs> well, thanks. I, I like to say I, mean, I cleaned you were, up. If anything, you were you were n- nice. But was still a, an asshole. That was really strained, by the way, for you to say nice. Well, Jared, there's three <laughs> types of people you were in this so, world. Like, it was Pick one of those, one. like, hey, could you just do this with me for like a second? You know, like, just stand here for a minute, and then I'll just be right back. I was It'll doing cool. R&D for our future, Jared. Yeah, I guess so. Our future. <laughs> I mean, if that's what that's called. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's odd future. Odd future. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh. Yeah, so like a year and uh, almost, I don't know. Year and a half. Year and a half, yeah. I think, is a fair estimation. So, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a process. <laughs> Almost two. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, it's, obvi- it's obviously a process. Yeah. You guys know each other, so you have a lot of history, but actually working together. We have how, all, yeah. How is that actually? I mean, obviously, you guys worked together in some fashions before, <clears throat> but now when it's yours, when it's all together, does that change things? Do you guys feel differently about it now that it's... We, now that it's all on We you did guys? talk about that a lot, and, and we have always talked about that a lot. You know, like We like to talk about feelings. <sighs> we get very, I, very into feelings. I mean, it's... You know, like, we, we all have... But we all have our own separate kind of slice of the pie. More than you know, like... But we also respect each other's opinions. We've never... You know, I don't know. <laughs> we, Absolutely. Like, I think that's I, one I thing I literally just at. called John an asshole, and it's... You I know, think like... You we, we don't... We're not afraid to do that. You know, like... We've all equally, you know, like... We we don't care, you know. It's and, and did I mention I love these guys? Oh yeah. And it's true that we don't care, but it's funny to. <laughs> what the? Yeah, fuck? stop Even messing with your microphone, Chris. There goes the microphone. He just <laughs> dropped the mic. <laughs> Legit. All right, it's over. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> it's over. It's still recording. <laughs> it's almost over. Um. I think I think it's true that we do respect each other's opinions, and I think that's something we excel at. I think what's been really interesting for me is uh, to find some of those more sensitive points among the three of us. And like we, it's just kind of, I think our nature, we still always press the button (laughs) and you find yourself maybe being sensitive about something that if you were watching yourself do it, you'd be like, what a dick. Like, what are you doing? Like, shut up, just go along. So we've had these moments and, and I remember just like really vividly one meeting where I blew up on these guys and I left like mad and like, I didn't like storm out or anything. I just left mad and I was like, which one was that? (laughs) The the third, (laughs) 12th one, 12th one, the 12th one. Between one and But I remember coming back and being like, guys, here's how I feel about this. And that's all I need to say. And I don't know why I was being the way I was being about it. And like, there's that always that friendship to fall back on yeah. and just be like, I don't, I was being this way and I acknowledge it. But at the end of the day, we're a team and, and we're going to move forward together. So that I, I think, yeah, when we talk about our team dynamic, it's, it's incredibly honest. Yeah, I, I mean, don't we've, feel like we've, we've definitely, pulled back from each other. No. We've acknowledged that we are just all getting married to each other. You know, like that's what's happening. This is, the beginning of a marriage and it's going to be weird you know well i, I think that's it's a good kind of our motto yeah but i yeah, think yeah. that's setting it, it up i mean i mean really? how are we are we going to have to get a big bed circular oh, i like that heart shaped rotating yeah absolutely i'm, just, I'm saying we stick with twin <laughs> we got to stay close nice no. keep it warm jared gets the trundle bed <laughs> <laughs> Not allowed to pull it out though. I had to sleep under. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the gimp. 
<laughs> and I brought it back around to Pulp Fiction. Yes. I mean, it's always a good place to start. Always a good place to finish. And, and finish. And, so, I mean, I think that's, I think f- when you guys are talking about that, setting that groundwork, but set, setting that groundwork to be able to work through those things later on. Right. Having those, I mean, having those blow-ups. I mean, yeah, but I mean, that's everybody. That's, you know, like... <clears throat> and, and it's good to get those out of the way yeah. early on rather than, like, get into the marriage that Jared's excited about, um, <laughs> you know, and have it be a few years in and just all of a sudden explosion and have it be nuclear. You know, it's like it's testing the waters out now. But, I mean, yeah, it's not just our passion or humor or lack thereof. And, and <laughs> Why were you looking at me when you said that? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm addressing the cr- the room, man. Addressing the room while staring directly at my eyes. They, they would, Your they lack would, of humor. <laughs> Wade. <laughs> well, well, what I was saying about Wade's lack of humor was that, you know, the three of us, we, we really push each other and that, you know, like we can we excel off of each one of our own little quirks and, and strengths. And, you know, we pick up each other's weaknesses. So it's, it's really a, a unified front and it's a cohesive unit. And yeah. what, like we didn't actually try hard to become friends once we were, you know, it's just that like we all enjoyed the same stupid, dirty jokes. And then it was just like, all right. We're like, so. we can We're like all 70-year-old <laughs> men just waiting yeah. to be 70. Yeah, we Pretty can much. all quote the Big Lebowski, start to finish. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a good now. place to start with any man friendship, really. There you go. Is yeah. endless movie quotes I of mean. proper vintage. There you go. <laughs> I mean, Goodfellas and Big Lebowski and Pulp Fiction, all those things are so important. <laughs> Die Hard. Goodfellas in a long time. Oh. We should watch Goodfellas. Yeah. But I think uh, an interesting story germane to this topic is like when we were at the panel night for Retailant, which is the last hurdle. Ooh. It's us and two other teams. Uh, and you just stressful. you go up there for an hour and you give your pitch and then they just get to question Bleach. you about yeah. whatever, you know, Anything. where they they're looking for the holes. You know, if we're going to put poke, our poke. stamp, our seal on this, where is it going <laughs> to where are you guys going to miss? Damn it. Uh, <laughs> Again, the dirty so, jokes. Oh, God. So, so this question came up, like, what will you do if there's a dispute you can't solve? And it we, was just so foreign. We said... Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think we said, like, battle to the death. Like, Yeah, or no, like, we wrestle, which we've yeah. done before. We've legit just wrestled each other in oh, John's living room. Those just, were the days. <clears throat> it's just that, like... Know, it was the it best was, of times. It was the worst. Because we could pull out, like, our 12-year-old boy and still, you know, like, I don't know goof around because yeah it's stupid because in the end it's you realize that you're arguing about something that's just ridiculous and it doesn't actually and in the end you're devoted to the idea that's been driving the whole thing and and you're devoted to the team that that birthed the idea and so it's it's there's so much about it that's like family i mean eventually you know we came around to saying like we would go to third-party arbitration if if necessary yeah if you want a grown-up answer i don't yeah really but we're not i think i have a fiber of my being that believes we're ever gonna get there right it's just that but for the audience you needed to show a sense of personality but also a sense of professionalism yeah and we cover both bases yeah yeah some of us are still learning professionalism I think I almost spelled it right the other day. Yeah. Real close. There's a, there's at least Professionalism. Professionalism. <laughs> Professionalism. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Wade ended this on a proper note. So, now it's I'm already. So, before you know, before we end, we've got um you can follow Split Patch. You guys have social media now? Yeah, oh yeah. 
you know, we've got social media, so Split Batch Brewery Instagram, I think it is. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. so There's Face Space as well. Yeah, the Face Space. So start following Split batch them. Brewing. Yeah, Split yeah. Batch Brewing. Yeah, it, Split it's batch it's brewing. a That's it's it. it's a red bowling pin. Find it. it. It's a good logo. Right there. Yeah, we're gonna tell that you story you next can't see time it, too. But I'm pointing at it. Yeah. It's a second date story. It's it's a good logo. So follow, oh yeah, follow the logo. Oh, that's a good second date story. How we yeah. got to that? I'd explain yeah. that twice. Yeah, follow the logo. It's a good one. And um. You can find all these guys on social media as well um, if you want to see their trials and tribulations or whatever else. I think you can find John all over the internet, actually. Yeah, yeah it's all not hard. I thought I'd seen you somewhere before. No, not on, it's not hard. It's, it, it is. I thought I pixelated Well, my no, face most of them are <laughs> trying to get... What? <laughs> so, for those of you that made it to the end today, you can find I'm me sorry. at... I'm sorry. You can find me at, at Stromy on Instagram and Twitter. This one. Food About Town on Facebook. And if you got through the end and you haven't subscribed for some god-awful reason, you should find me on iTunes and Google Play and subscribe to the podcast. So, guys, thanks for coming over. This was a blast, and I'm I'm excited to check the progress out as it goes on and hear what else you guys have to say because there's obviously a lot more coming. So. And we'll bring Hell coffee yeah. next time. That sounds great. Oh, there will be coffee and more beer. Lots of beer. <laughs> oh, all the <laughs> shitty beer. <laughs> Technical All right. Term. Thanks a lot, Chris. Macro Brewing Thanks, Podcast guys. number two. Thanks. <laughs> See you guys.